<laughs> you are now listening to the best sports podcast in the world. Episode 12, Ali Podcast. I'm on Half Duo Eds alongside my co-host, my brother, my brother, Ethan. Coming out of the trenches, you went well last week, bro. I know, yeah, I was, I was coming down with something, man. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. I did all the COVID testing. I did the, the lateral flow one and mm. uh, a PCR test and all all negative. So You see so, the um yeah. you see the PCR test? I heard that is that is that that's a drive-through. Uh, so yeah, so you can go through the drive-through or you can go into the walk-in centers. So I oh, okay. did the, I did the walk-in center and tested myself. Yeah, but but this is the thing with the the testing yourself. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether I'm doing it correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the whole ten seconds of rubbing it round my mouth mm-hmm. and then in your nose and yeah. then I I don't know whether it's I, I don't know whether I'm doing the testing right. But yeah, it it, it turned out negative, so that that's a plus. But was, the the worrying thing is it was six days of having this virus, so. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I don't know why it was. But, but it was there's, scary. I mean, other than the Rona, um, stuff is going around because uh, yeah. my workplace, everyone was coming down with like colds, colds, colds. And then I want to say Thursday, as I'm leaving, I feel my throat. I feel my throat and I said, nah, fuck this. This is not coming my way, bro. So immediately after, I'm on my way home, I've driven past Morrison's. I've got lemon, I've got more ginger. We've already got bear honey at home. Mm. Down that, before I went to bed, down that, woke up, down that, in the afternoon, down that. Obviously, taking my vitamins as well and a lot of water. Yeah. Um, I seem to be better now, but I, I, I'm a guy who rarely gets ill. So mm. when I do get ill, it just annoys me because I'm, I'm yeah. uh, mate, it's jarring. But um, mm. it's a good thing you ain't, you ain't got the Rona. Yeah, but it's just, yeah, just bed bound the whole, the whole yeah. system. Not doing anything is is horrible. Yeah, I couldn't even jarring. watch. Couldn't watch anything either because my head was spinning. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What I had. That's that's worrying. nuts. That's nuts, bro. Jesus Christ. So I mean, all good now, though, isn't it? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Good now. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Jarring. Other than that, what's your week been saying, bro? Um, it's pretty pretty much just been working, uh, mm. trying to get over this whole cold and flu type of symptoms that I had. Um, mm. And yeah, that was it, really. Did did wifey fall ill as well? Or was it just you? Uh, no, no, she was she was good. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know whether I've caught it from her because she had the whole sniffle. Oh, okay, dry, okay. Dry dry cough or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I thought, oh, I've I've probably picked it up from her. Yeah, but yeah, she she seemed fine. <laughs> she See, seemed fine. this is one thing I'm worried about when I move in with a girl. It's like. I don't want to be near no one when they're ill. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. my mom, not my brother, not my sister, not my friend, not the girl I'm seeing, nobody. Mm. So it's a case of if you're ill, do I sleep on the sofa? Or do I sleep on the the, the blow-up bed? Because yeah. I'm not trying to get ill for nothing, no, bro. No. So that, that's the one thing which I thought, like, damn, like, how does that work out still? Yeah, but, I, mean, yeah I, I, I just think it's a case of possibly me... me feeling some sort of fatigue to us moving in 
Um, also, potentially the side effects of the jab as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel it instantly from, uh, yeah. from the, the day I got it. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd one to me, but yeah, I've, I've overcome it now. That's good, though. That's all good, man. And then other than that, just been, like you said, just been chilling, doing your just thing. Just been chilling, trying to catch up with work, obviously. I, I wasn't 100%, so I wasn't really working to my best yeah work um, yeah 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 and that that was that was it really yeah what yeah, about you just been yeah chilling like a villain really I, um i bought meat meal tickets i want to say wednesday maybe yeah, thursday they, they, they sold out quick bro i was on it i was on it bro decent price as well they weren't bad yeah it's like it was uh 40 pounds so um yeah. i bought one for me and my boy a couple of my other boys are going as well um I didn't even know he was doing a show. I didn't even know he was at Wireless because I haven't been to Wireless. I went to Wireless, I want to say, oh, 16, maybe oh, 15, I went. Um, not really my vibe anymore. Like, mm. not not because of, like, Wireless themselves or anything. It's just that it's, you see everybody in it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, just bait, really. Um, mm. It's like when, you know, everyone goes to those... Um, festivals in Croatia and all that, wherever it's yeah. called. It's like, yeah. is it really a holiday? Because I'm seeing everyone in London. I might as well just save my money and, and do this in London. And mm. and also they've moved it from fucking Fringy Park to Croydon, which is even more yeah. of a headache. Like Fringy Park was calm. You get the Met Line to King's Cross and then Fringy Park, whatever. Mm. Whereas now Croydon, like I don't even know how to get to Croydon via train. <laughs> like, and to drive would be a myth because where am I gonna park and all the other? Like, oh yeah, nah. So um, it was actually one of my young boys that said to me, "Yo, like you know, Meat Mills doing a show," and I said, "Oh yeah, I saw him wide." He said, "No, no, no, he's doing a show in Brooks." And I said, "What? Mm. This is gonna be his first show other than Wild. It's like his first like solo show in it." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'm gonna try and get some tickets." And he said, "Oh, it's O2 priority." So I put on my um. Instagram stories, anyone on O2, I'm trying to buy these meat meal tickets. Someone hit me back and said, yeah, but I'm trying to buy them myself. I said, ah, right, cool, no worries, bro, no worries. So I've signed up to Live, a live Nation or Live Ticket, whatever the, um, that tour company's called. And I've signed up to get, like, as soon as available, they're going to message me, boom, 10 o'clock. So I bought two for me and my buddy. I'm surprised they did it at Brixton. I'm, I'm pretty sure, because I said they said Brixton's capacity was like 4,000. I'm pretty sure Meat Mill could do more than 4,000 people mm. in, in London. I mean, he's doing it in Birmingham as well, but I'm pretty sure he could get that six. I, I, I don't know if there's a venue that does 6,000, but I was on it because I know, listen, that Meat Mill's a popular artist. People are going to try and come out and uh, and support him. So that day, I was just listening to all of Meek and then... Um, What's it called? I was listening to like these other albums and stuff, but before we get onto that, we were guests on um, the Hard Pass Sports podcast with uh, the co-hosts Terry and Remy. They've been showing us love from early on. Like they gave us a follow on Twitter and they've been um, interacting with us ever since. We listened to the pods. I've listened to a few of theirs. Uh, the other night they was doing a live one on YouTube, and I was um, I randomly woke up. Like I went to go take a piss, couldn't get back to sleep. I've gone on Twitter and I've seen that they're on live, so I've popped up and I've asked the question. And when he saw my question, he was like, "Raw, like, what's this guy doing awake?" I'm pretty sure it was like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And there. Yeah, it was a nice collab. Um, predominantly talks NFL, uh, NBA, and football and stuff. What, what, what did you think of it, bro? Yeah, it's really good. I, I like the way they broke down everything. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he his knowledge, Terry's knowledge on the soccer crazy was yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Crazy, really impressed. really impressed. But they was probably thinking that about our knowledge of the NFL and the NBA. 
Because mm. um, even when I was saying stuff like two, yeah, he's a lefty. They were like, raw, like this guy mm. knows he's a lefty and stuff, and you know, and um, and even the NBA stuff, you know, we was all LeBron fans, so we was just talking about that for a bit. It was pretty cool. Um, to think that we're only like twelve. Well, it's gonna be our twelfth episode. And we're already doing collabs with people from overseas and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just great. Like, you know, um, yeah. I, I enjoyed the conversation thoroughly. What do you want to take it next? You want to talk some music? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about music. Did you listen to Donda? I haven't, I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to Donda. What about, what about, uh, what about Drake's one? Uh, I've listened to a few, a few songs here and there. But yeah. I haven't listened to it throughout, like, yeah. In terms of Certified Lover Boy... Alright, cool. So I got up to track um, 7 a.m. On, on, is it Bridal Path? Yeah. Yeah, I got up to that song. Um, so that's what? 14 songs deep, yeah? Out of 14 songs, I've liked 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's, it's yeah, that's 11 songs I've made like me press the like button and I've added them to my playlist. Um, what songs have you listened to before I, I, I dive in? So I've probably got to let me see because I was listening to it last night as I was coming back from yeah, meeting my mates. Um, so I got up to race my mind, yeah, so. What number was that? Is that um? Yeah, so I think that's just before, uh, after your seven a.m. on Breedle uh, Path, yeah. Um, and so what, what what have you thought of it so far? It's 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 decent. It's just some of this. It, I think it, it. I think it will take me a few listens. To yeah. Really taking all the all of the stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a di- it's a different vibe, ain't it? It's a bit more slower. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I have enjoyed it. So do you prefer? Do you prefer singing Drake or rapping Drake? I prefer rapping Drake. Yeah, yeah, I, same, same. I can't, I can't listen to him singing. And stuff. So when I heard like champagne poetry, like I was like, this is what I want to hear. This is me. Yeah. Like I like bars. Like for those of you that have listened to the previous episodes when we did our top five rappers and stuff like that, or even if you just look at our playlist on um, Spotify, our league podcast playlist. It's predominantly bars. Like I, I, I do try to add a mixture of songs in there, but for the most part, it's what me and Ethan are listening to, and we're both a fan of lyricists. Like I'm pretty sure we both have Jay Z is considered the greatest of all time, him and Nas or whatever. So or or Biggie, and that and that's lyricism in the purest form. So yeah, I like bars. Um, champagne poetry for me, it, it that's a that's the way you start a song. Like I mean, an album, an intro, like. I just want something smooth that I can write to, listen to it early, early in the morning, late at night in the car. Um, the the beat doesn't have to be too hard, just and if and just flowing like like it's effortless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Pappy's home. Uh, is that the? I can't remember what is that. Daddy's home or Pappy? I can't remember, but I like that song. Girls want girls. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite songs. Um, Love all with Jay Z. Come yeah. on, we, we already know. I, I think I, I heard this before it came out. This. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Fair Trade with Travis Scott, I like that. TCU, I like that. Pipe Down, it was all right. Yeba's Heartbreak, I'm in love with that song. Mm. I've listened to that song 20 times already. Like, <laughs> that, that is... Because it's just her singing. 
And I've never heard of her before. I've already gone to her her profile on Tidal. I've liked it. I've liked her playlist. I've liked her songs. I haven't listened to them yet, but I will get around to it. Phenomenal music. Everything about that song is beautiful. Like, I just like, as someone who used to bar, I just like when beats are just smooth. Like, they're not mm. doing too much. Do you know what I mean? That's why I can't really rate, not that I can't rate drill, but with drill, a lot of the time is the beats that make the songs. Where where the lyrics are just like wishy washy whatever. No friends in the industry. That's a banger. That's when he's like and he's like flexing bars, thing. Knife talk and then seven a.m. Those are the songs I've listened to thus far. And you know what I don't like about when the new album comes out because I, I didn't listen to it on Friday. I listened to it yesterday in the morning, in the evening, and this morning as well while I was like having a shower and getting ready. Right? You get the people. Oh, this is a classic already. Shut up. <laughs> like oh like. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Because me, I can't stand it, and I try to yeah. avoid listening to albums straight away. Yeah, I'm the I'm the same. I, I think people are, are quick to jump at stuff, and 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 they they want to label something like, yeah, it, it it's just odd to me. I think they just need to chill out. Yeah, and just enjoy, enjoy the music. Yeah, we don't need, we don't need an opinion. If you want your opinion on stuff, yeah, just hold back and talk to your friends about it. Yeah. Like, you don't need to put it on social media and all of this stuff, no. Like, do you remember back in the day, like when it was CDs, yeah? Mm. They would give the album like a month or a couple of weeks, uh, like six weeks in advance to like actual reviewers of music. They would yeah. listen to it thoroughly and they would yeah. critique it, break it down and say like it was 6.5 out of 10 stars or yeah. eight stars, whatever. Mm. Nowadays, the album comes out within the minute people want to review it. Oh, Oh, like, you know, the reaction videos. And don't get it twisted, yeah. I like them, it. Some of them are cool, but it's like, like, come on, bro, let it breathe. Like, you've got, like, it's actually impossible to take in all the bars, all the lyrics, all the nuances, all the metaphors, all the similes of an album in an hour or two. Not only that, it's very disrespectful to the artist mm. because he's been talking about this album since last year, right? Mm. Um... So he's probably been working on it for the past 12 months, maybe longer, who knows, right? And for you to critique it in a day, good, bad or ugly, I think that's very disrespectful. Same like as when you watch a TV series that just came out and you watch it in one day and you say, oh, what's next? What do you mean, what's next? Before you know, Donny was working on this for how many years? I, 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 me personally, I just find it disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, as of right now, I've liked 11 out of the 14 songs I've heard, so... All thumbs up for me, mate. Yeah. Uh, and the next thing I was going to ask you is, because this guy, Drake, he can't miss. No. Even his name alone won't allow him to miss. <laughs> Let alone the quality of music, the producers and stuff like that. And, and the life that he's living, like the house, the cars, the plane, the women. Like he, he can talk about so much things and literally, like he said, start from the bottom, whatever. The progression in life, that's what I like. I like music that provokes emotion and is aspiring, right? Mm. Um, and all his albums have been different. All of them changed and stuff like... And he's been doing it for so long, the most streamed artist, whatever, whatever. How long or when will people consider him the GOAT? If they I, will I, consider him the GOAT. I think I think some people do consider him the GOAT already. Yeah. I think it's... Down, it's down to your interpretation of what what type of music you like and 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 whether he's leveled up or not but he's he has leveled up and he stayed on this projection of going upwards so yeah to me to me I think he 
should be considered the GOAT, but whether people do consider him, I don't know. With me, I find it like, because he says Jay's the GOAT, mm. but he's, of this generation, is, is, is unquestioned, he's the GOAT yeah. of music, not rap, yeah. fuck rap, music That's in general, right? Mm. I find the comparison with Drake and Jay-Z the comparison of Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Mm. In the sense that the old heads will hang on to Jay-Z being the GOAT for as long as possible. And if you're an in-betweener, your, your argument is, hey, this guy's phenomenal, but this guy, he's doing things that ain't nobody seen before. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and we have to put respect on his name and you have to consider him upper echelon, top tier, amongst yeah. the greatest to ever do it. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the, the metaphor is Michael Jordan is Jay-Z and, and Drake is LeBron James. Cause you got, how many finals is not, uh, LeBron been to? Like, like nice. more than 10. More than 10, yeah. He's been in the league, what, 18, 19 years? Yeah. So over half of his NBA career, he has spent time playing in the finals. That's playing 82 regular season games, the playoffs and then the finals, bro, again and again and again, and been still able to maintain mm. and, and, and do it and uplift squads. Like some of the teams he took to the final, like some of those Cleveland teams in the beginning and when he went back, he had no right, mm. no right getting there, but he did. So, um, yeah, with, with, with Drake, my, my thing is, yeah, obviously Jay-Z, I, I grew up listening to Jay-Z, but we kind of grew up listening to Drake as well. And it's one of those ones where two different types of rappers like MJ and LeBron is two different types of games, two different types of era. Like, do they correlate with one another? Yes, slightly. Yeah, I think Drake deserves to be in that go conversation still. Mm. Yeah, that's all I got. If you want to add anything else to that, bro. No, that's it, really. And uh, did you hear the leak of, did you hear his, uh, that he leaked um, Kanye's discharge for him? No. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had a snippet of it. So like, He's put on a mo- like because someone said it to me. Oh, Drake leaked Kanye's diss track from. I said, "What do you mean?" He said he's leaked it. That's why he did on his Snapchat, his Instagram story. He was drinking a cup and he did like the eye emoji in it. Like I think he did it then. But like, them two, that's the pettiest beef ever, bro. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I swear, um, he was meant to release Thunder this week, Kanye. Oh yeah, he released it a week earlier because obviously he heard that Drake was gonna. Release these things, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely did that because he knew Drake would outsell him. Like, like you know, he just strikes me as a guy who's very, uh, very fragile. Um, yeah. And like, he, his whole life is dictated around that guy. It's, it's, it's peak still. Mm. Uh let's get, let's, let's move on to some like just normal life stuff. Yeah. So, I was having a convo with one of my buddies. Yeah, he went out last weekend. And he moved to a girl, but he said he was absolutely blasted. Mm. So he said, he's talking, they're going out on a date next weekend. But he said, Ed, I don't remember what she looks like, bro. Oh. <laughs> I said, what do you mean you don't remember what she looks like? He said, Ed, I don't remember what she looks like. She's obviously not going to be Butters. I said, but how do you know you was waved, bro? I've moved to Butters things when I was waved. And then when I've woke up the next morning, I've seen the WhatsApp picture. I'm like, raw, what yeah. was I doing? Like, I've, I've done that. So how do you know? Yeah, bro, that's just, just, I just found that mad funny. And it's also, it's got me onto a thing, yeah. In a relationship, does the girl have to be better looking than the guy? 
Oh, that's a that's a tricky question. That. That's a, that's a good I, one, though, isn't it? I think ideally you want to be on par with with each other. You want to be on the same level. Yeah. But I I to me I think I think the girl kind of has to be. Yeah, girl. my girl has to smoke me, bro. My girl has to be yeah. way better looking. Like, not way better, but she has to be better looking than me, bro. Because yeah, because yeah, number one, it strokes the ego. Um, and number two, it's just that like you need to be attracted to your girl. Like, damn, yeah. like. Like my yeah. thing is 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 length, do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, because I've been in situations before where, like, not to toot my own horn, I thought I was better looking than the girl. I was like, this ain't it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I think if you're if you're with someone that you class is not on your level, yeah, um, you you feel like you can walk walk all all over them, and 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 you know the relationship isn't gonna. Oh, last. mate. So yeah, I defo think the girl has to be better looking than the boy. Yeah, definitely, innit? No, definitely. Yeah, because I've been in, yeah, like I said, like I remember I'd be walking around with this girl, I'm thinking like I kinda don't wanna be like, like not that not to say I don't wanna be seen with you, but like damn, like mm. uh, you know what I mean? It's just and that sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm not trying to be horrible, but hey, that's how it is, man. Let's talk with uh Chelsea. So we never spoke last week, obviously because he was ill and the transfer window had ended. Mm. So just looking back as, as as a whole, how are you feeling about Chelsea's dealings in the transfer window, especially with the fact that you did a, um, a last-minute signing of uh, Sal Niguez? Yeah, I was um, really, really happy with the business that we did. Um, the, the loans and the sell-ins to get Lukaku in the first place was brilliant. I think mm. it was brilliant. And then to get Sal from Atletico, Atletico, um, I thought it was a brilliant deal. He's a work well, not world class, but he's a top top player. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you you just need depth in your team, and I believe we do have that. Although I was kind of annoyed that we didn't get a centre back and we got rid of Zuma, but I believe we've got players there that are versatile to play in those positions, like Trevor Chalobah. And a few of the younger players in the academy. So, yeah, I think we did brilliant business, and I feel like we've got a championship contending team. Yeah, I was gonna say like because Kurt Zuma is gonna be my next thing. So, do you think that the the manager's seen enough in Chalaba to think, yeah, I can start you in centre back, and you're not gonna you're gonna do minimal errors? Do you think? Yeah, potentially, but I, th- I think we do, We kind of do need to um, maybe strengthen in that area. I do see we do have a lot of centre-back options with Aspilicueta, mm. Trevor Chalabar, mm. Thiago Silva, Rudiger, Christiansen. But maybe what one more centre-back wouldn't have done us any harm. But yeah, yeah maybe so, he does see potential in Trevor Chalabar. So do you think matey boy that you tried to get from Seville, you'll try and buy him in January, do you reckon? Um, potentially. Um, I don't know whether he, his, his stock might go down, but I think he has a a um, close, he has a clause that, that Chelsea didn't want to meet. Yeah, it was like 80, 80 million euros or something like that. That's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, got sent off, he got sent off for France. In, in, oh, yeah? In the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a bit ridiculous. Or do you see it like, okay, we, you know, we're just going to shut the window on him and go for someone like a Declan Rice? Yeah, potentially. We'll see, we'll see how Declan Rice... Um, You've been linked out. with him for so long, bro. I know. It's because of the whole academy. Stuff. And he wants to come back, innit? He does. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Right, let's talk about my boys, man. Yeah. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, I was just saying how I want to hear you speak about your business, Arsenal's business. We've got guys begging to leave the club. Mm. <laughs> that, 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 that lets you know everything about Arsenal's business. It's been an absolute shambles, mate. I'm pretty sure I said at the start, when we started doing this, I would have liked right back, defensive mid, box-to-box mid, centre-back, striker. And we spent, what, 150? Yeah. Cool. Spent 150 mil, 150 million, the most out of any club in world football this window, right? What elite talent did we bring in for 150? <laughs> uh, what, what did we no. do? No one. We didn't bring in. We we banked on potential. Do you know what potential does? It gets you fired. Mm. Potential gets you fired, and it gets you bottom of the table with minus nine goal difference. That's what potential does, mate. Ben White. First game against Brentford didn't look the best, but we've seen him play for Brighton. He's looked like a worldie. Um, do I have to? Do I think he has the potential to be a world class centre back? Yes, I do think that. But again, this is potential. I want certainty. Like I said before, and we both agreed, he needs to put on a bit of weight. Coming back from COVID, he played against um, Brentford in a behind doors match at um, our training grounds. Apparently, he looked good. And Gabriel's coming back from injury, so hopefully that them two can like, be the new pairing because how we've still got Sia Kolasinac and we was told this guy was out of the door to Fenerbahce, but he starts our biggest game, our second biggest game of the season against Man City. Lord knows. Um, right backs, cool. We got rid of Hector Bellerin. I would have liked it to be a permanent deal, but it was a loan deal. Either way, fuck it, just get him off the wage bill. He's been telling us he's wanted to leave for like three years. He wants to go back to Spain, be with his family. I get it. But again, although he is somewhat a homegrown academy player, because we've had him since he was 16, I've said this to you in previous episodes about getting foreign players. As soon as the big boys come calling or overseas team from their preferred location comes calling, their heads are turning and they want to go. When Barca came in for him a few years ago, we should have just sold him then. We would have The highest value he probably would have been, and in terms of the finances... Not in terms of finances, in terms of like the market back then, you probably would have been able to find a, a replacement much better. We brought in Matey Boy, that Japanese guy. I, I I don't know his name. No disrespect, it's just that uh, I was quite enraged with that signing. I just thought Max Ahrens is right there. Yeah. 25 million, I'm pretty sure could have got us Max Ahrens. 25 minutes. No, this isn't this isn't world beater money. And again, even in terms of that, the 150. Yeah, I, I said we didn't bring in no worst class uh, play, uh, players. A, a player's price tag, I could give a bollocks about it. Can he do the job? Is he proven? Max Aaron's has proven in the Premier League. Granted, he's only played a year in the Premier League, and he got relegated. What consistent football against grown men in English football, Premier League, and a Championship, and you've been able to remain a starter for your club. You're proven. I want you in my team. Fucking Aaron Ramsdale. The 30 million goalkeeper, Aaron Ramsdale. That just indicates to me that Leno's going to go, so we should have just sold him, um, especially if he, says he doesn't want to sign a new deal. I'm still upset about that. Woodman at Newcastle, 9 million. We should have tried and get him, or Jack Butland, or Joe Hart. One of these guys that are just cheap English, if that's what you really wanted. Albert Sambi Lakonga, he's looked like our best player thus far. 17 million again. Look at that. 17 million, it's not, it's not world-breaking money, but as a guy, he does the job and he's proven. When I say proven, not in the Premier League, but he's been in the Anderlecht squad for many a year and he was captain at 21. That says a lot about your character. And you've been in and around um, the Belgium national team, which is very difficult to get into. And you've got the praises of Thierry Henry and Vincent Company, 
I'm willing to bet that you're going to be a good footballer for the club. Odegaard, again, I'm not upset with the Odegaard signing. Would have preferred the Madison. I both, I think we both said that paid the 20 million extra. Fuck it, just get Madison through the door. Mm. Didn't get a striker in. I'm pretty sure that was all I said. Oh, uh, Tavares at left back. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with that signing. Did you see the Edu interview? Um, I was speaking to my uh, mate who's an Arsenal fan. And we were speaking about the interview yesterday. I I haven't watched it personally, but he was yeah he was a bit enraged by yeah. what yeah. he said. He's saying like it, it, it doesn't make no sense. But yeah, I'll, I'll a, let you go on to that. He was talking out of his ass. He's saying he's talking stuff like you know we need time, we need time. And the guy I forgot who who my guy who's interviewing him. It, was he's he's one of the main guys for Sky Sports. He was like, yeah, but you know you ain't got time. Said, I know we don't have time, but we need time. Bro, I get it. I get it. You're trying to build for now while maintaining for the long term. I cool, get it. Then say that then at the jump. If it's going to be a four-year, three-year process, say that. I I, I swear to you, if that was the case, I wouldn't talk about Arsenal for another three years on this podcast. I will remain pimp. Won't talk about it. But year three, year four, Year three, year four, the Reaper will come calling. Do you know what I mean? And and just be, I like transparency. That's all I want. If we're going through a rebuild stage, go through a rebuild stage. But if we're going to go through a rebuild stage, don't offer um, a Bamiya excess of 300 bags. And all the guys that are making excess of 150,000 pounds per week, sell them, get rid of them. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't, I, I, I just don't get it. And even if it means we'd be a mid uh, table club or t- uh, eight uh, top ten to seven club, but we're rebuilding and we're just trying to nurture these young guys, I'm all in because I can only do so much. I'm only a support. I can buy tickets. I cannot buy tickets. I can buy merch. I cannot buy merch. There's only so much I can do, and I'm not leaving. I threaten to leave Arsenal, but you won't leave. You know what I mean? Like, oh mate, it's it's just frustrating, man, because it's. I'm seeing my club become a joke, really. Do you know what I mean? And and, and it's like, I was speaking, my uncle was around um, last weekend and uh, Chelsea-Liverpool played, right? Yeah, Chelsea-Liverpool, Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so he was watching a bit of the game and he was just getting on to me saying, yo, your club's shit. And I said, like, I know, man. And he's like, <laughs> see, this is why, because he, he basically raised me like his own, isn't it? Yeah. And he was basically saying to me like, see, when I was telling you to be a United fan, you should have just been listened all those years ago because... Omri and Vieira robbed your entire generation. They sold you lot's dreams, thought you lot was going to be good forever, forever. And now you lot are so far behind, even Man City have overtaken. And it's true. And it's true, really. Because back then, if you told me that Arsenal were like the best team in the world, and but for the next 15 years, you're going to be absolute dog shit, no one would have believed you. It was impossible. We're moving into a new stadium. We've got this and that. No, slowly but surely, we've become a laughing stock of the league. Do you know what I mean? To the point where you got guys like Jamie Vardy that turned us down how many years ago? Mm. And that's probably been his best career move because look what he's gone to do since, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I just don't know if, you, if you've got an opinion on it because otherwise I'll be here for the next 20 minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, you are turning it into a joke team. Um, it is pretty much banter FC at the moment. And maybe it's funny as a, as a fellow fan of another team to watch Arsenal kind of fall down but I, 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 I kind of look at it in a way also as it, you, you guys are a big it's big sad team. yeah it's sad and you're a big team in London should be 
flying the flag of London, really. Really? And, and it's just Chelsea at the moment. Chelsea are trying to hold this London flag. Um, and yeah, I'll, I don't know. I don't know. It is sad. It's very sad. But like as a, as a, as a brand and as a club, Chelsea should be nowhere near Arsenal in terms of historically. Mm. But mm. it's not even a competition now. In 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 the two thousands and and the two thousand and tens or whatever, it's not even close. No, it's not even close. Like Chelsea are the team in London, and mm. yeah, man, it's just it's just an embarrassing thing still. Um, but but like you said, uh, as a kid, seeing Vieira, Omri, all of these players dominate Arsenal, being the top club in London. Would you ever expect City and Chelsea to to run to run the Premier League like they have? No, it's, it's, it's crazy. No one would. No one would have um, saw that coming. But no one would have saw that the money in football becoming so yeah. stupid. Yeah, because the money in football is ridiculous now, especially with this foreign money. Um, yeah, I just don't know, man. Let's transition a bit to, to Manchester United. So Cristiano Ronaldo has completed his move. To Manchester United, wearing the number seven again, and people were saying, "Oh, he's going to wear 28, 28. bollocks, bro!" He was always going to wear seven. People were saying, "Oh, Premier League rules say this." I don't care what Premier League, League rules say, bro. Cristiano Ronaldo is Cristiano Ronaldo. If he wants to wear number seven, he's wearing number seven. It's his brand. It's in everyone's best interest that Cristiano Ronaldo is referred to as CR seven. As it, as I'm out of this, my team ain't contending. Your team's contending. We both said that we think Chelsea will win the league if, if Kane doesn't go to City. But mm. Ronaldo going to United along with the team that they've built, that's throwing a spanner in the works. What do you think Ronaldo will do this Premier League season? Um, I, I, To be fair, I, I'm, I'm not like these other fans. I don't really expect too much. I, I mean, it, it, it'll probably give a bit of experience to players like Greenwood, Rashford, and all of these attacking options. But I don't, I don't believe he'll reach the heights of getting 20-plus goals. Or... Really? No, I don't, I don't believe so. I don't. You know he was top so. scorer at Serie A last year over Lukaku. I know, but it's the Premier League. The Premier League's changed uh, since, he, since he's been, since he's been left. So I, um, may, maybe 10-plus 10, 10 goal, 10 goals and and maybe more assists on his behalf. But I, I, 10 I, goals? Yeah, I don't ex- I don't ex- I don't expect too much. I th- I think the expectation needs to be a bit more low for for a player that that hasn't <laughs> been in the Premier League for that long. Uh, for, I don't know how how long has it been. It's been ten. Oh eight, oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, I think so. It's been it's, it's been a while. So I think the expect expectation needs to be a bit lower. But I do I do think he he'll have a big part to play in this United team. Yeah. I'm gonna clip this and let's just hope I, United I, I, fans I, I, don't I did I did say 10 plus goals. So 10 plus <laughs> 10 plus 10 plus goals. So we'll, we'll see. I think he gets 20 easy. This is Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, man. Yeah, this is not Ronaldo, bro. Ronaldo, the greatest of Ronaldo, bro. Fam, this guy just scored a brace the other day. Light work. <laughs> Light work. This is what he does. He scores goals for fun, bro. We, we need to see how United set up, though. This is a thing. It, the team is going to be centered around him. The, everyone's yeah. jo- it's like I remember when um, RVP went to United, right? Yeah. And I think after the, the season, because they won his first year in it, Fergie gave him the twenty number because he was going to win the twentieth Premier League, whatever. whatever. Mm. I remember watching an interview of like Rooney after. 
And he said, Ferguson said to him, everyone's job is to get this guy the ball so he scores goals because he's going to win us the league. Because that time, I think Rooney was playing a 10, if not an 8. And that's everyone's job now. Everyone's job is to get Cristiano Ronaldo the ball and he will score goals in the box. Crosses, shots, penalties. But remember, he's probably going to be the free kick taker, him and Bruno. And Bruno will probably give it to him. Definitely penalty taker. Headers, normal goals. Fam, 10. Bro, he's getting 20, bro. 20. Come on, bro. What? He get, he'll probably get 30 all comps, Champions League, everything. Because I don't see him playing FA Cup, yeah, Carabao yeah, Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Premier League, Champions League, I'm, I'm, I'm penciling him. I'm saying 26 goals, all comps. Premier yeah. League Premier League, and Champions League. That's because I don't think he'll play the others unless it's the finals. Premier League, yeah. Champions League, I'm saying 26 goals, all comps. Yeah. Ronaldo, bro, that is, I'm baffed still. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just figuring how United play. I, I don't know whether Oli's this type of manager that goes in uh, thinking Ronaldo's the guy, and I, I don't know. It's, it's it depends on e. It's a lot of egos at United. There's a lot of big big name players, and for them to stick to the plan of Ronaldo, a 36 year old man who's coming to the end of his career, and their game plan is just stick it stick it up to Ronaldo. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I want to see that first game. I, and and then I'll make my judgment. I want to know what formation they're gonna play. Like, what do you yeah. play? A, do you play a three-five-two? Do you play a four-three-three? Do you play a four-four-two? Like, because he's gonna be up top. He's not on the wing. He's not on the wing just to conserve energy. Um, oh, that team is. They're ready to go, man. They're 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 primed and ready. Yeah. I think if they brought a number uh, a number six, mm. like a like a defensive midfielder, because Fred's not the guy. If they brought a six, I think I would have penciled them in for the league. That's how much I rate their squad. Varane, Ronaldo, Sancho, Rashford to come back of injury. Martial just scored. Pogs, Bruno, Van de Beek, he doesn't even play. You know, um, Luke Shaw, Wambasaka, De Gea, Greenwood. Oh, they got weapons galore, man. Like, yeah, it's 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 a crazy one. Um Is it is it a case of management also that they they potentially fall back on with the league you, you don't see them winning what because of Oli they don't win the league yeah yeah. is, is that a case why you believe they don't win it or um slightly yes slightly yes um but again he, he's played with Ronaldo so mm. his relationship with Ronaldo is not really going to be manager manager it's going to be brethren to brethren yeah. um so I think it's a case of what, what, how do you want to play because you're obviously your style's changed and I think Ole being a Ole wasn't a world beater, but he was a good striker. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah. Like he scored yeah. goals, so he's gonna want to. He's gonna like you know know what's best in terms of what type of balls he's gonna want in the box, um, type of runs that's best for him and stuff like that. And I think he can rotate. Um, but in terms of manager, yeah, I think what Ronaldo signed a two-year deal with an option for a third, right? Mm. I don't have them for Champions League. I think PSG win Champions League. Mm. Um, but the Prem, I think they're contenders. But yeah, in terms of manager, but I don't I don't see them sacking Ole. I don't see him no, sacking him. No, no. But if they was to sack him and they was to bring in a big boy manager like a Conte, mm. serious, serious. Mm. But yeah, because of Ole, I don't, I, yeah, it, it's slightly because of him still, because that team's primed and ready to go. Yeah, serious. Definitely. That's it. They, they've got big, big players. And yeah, whether he can get them to gel. And 
I, I don't think he's that guy. Uh, let's let's transition. I saw a stat from Haaland. Mm. 63 game, 63 goals in 64 games for Dortmund. That's ridiculous. Um mm. if you're one of the big clubs, yeah. Who 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 do you go for? Is it Mbappe or is it Haaland? Oh, if, for me, as a striker, as a striker, I think you go Haaland. He's yeah. got everything. He's got everything. Yeah. Uh, he's got pace. He's got strength. He's got head and ability. He's technically good. The movements there. Um, yeah, Haaland. To me, he's like a white Lukaku. You're not meant yeah. to be that tall, that strong, that fast. Like you're not. He's like what six one six two. You're not meant, and he's rapid. Have you seen him run, bro? Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to see him play a game in person to really see the speed. Real Madrid's fell bid of what? What was it? One eighty. Yeah. For a guy who had a year left on his deal, what, what, what do you make of that? Um, I think it's a, it's a it's an odd one. Um, I think I think PSG potentially could have sold Mbappe because Mbappe was set up for going to Real Madrid, the club that he's dreamed to play for. Mm-hmm. Um. And like you said, one year on these contracts, um, you, you you're willing to sell someone if if they don't want to be there, and the money's it's, it's maybe maybe not the right offer, but it's it's enough to to make you turn your head and maybe accept it. And yeah. it's an odd one for me because everyone knows she's going to sign that pre um, contract agreement in January. Yeah. It's but you know it is when you're sitting on billions of billions of billions. What's two hundred mil? Yeah, that's it. Like, and they're probably thinking we've got a real chance of winning the Champions League because that's what they want. Like mm. their off-season recruitment has been Sergio Ramos, Gigi Wijnaldum, Messi, Donnarumma. Yeah. Alongside a team that was Hakimi. right there. Yeah. yeah. Pardon? Hakimi. Yeah, Kimi. Yeah, Kimi as well. Alongside a team like a team that was right there, and if Neymar stays fit, and everyone else like does their role. You, you, how can you not have them winning the Champions League, innit? All right, cool. Let's 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 try to speed through the rest of the football. Griezmann back to Atletico Madrid. That's a joke, innit? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Barcelona had to get rid of these guys <laughs> on their wage. They had, to, they had to get these wages down. So, yeah, you can understand it. Yeah, that's a joke. Um, Zuma to West Ham. He spoke about it briefly, but do you think, like, like how, how, how do you feel about that one? I feel like West Ham they're slightly making a building a team. Yeah, a decent team that that can contend for like top six, top seven. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that move for Zuma. Stays in London. Yeah. Uh, and 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 they look like they're building towards something. Yeah. Um, so Zuma Zuma was a brilliant defender at Chelsea last season and the yeah. season before that. And yeah, I hope he does well. I was a really big fan of Zuma. Mika Antonio is on fire as well right now, bro. That guy's yeah, scoring goals. He started as a right back, bro. Yeah, this is it. He seems Jeez. like he's got he's got everything yeah. at the moment. The finishing, yeah. the strength, the build up play as well. You saw last weekend where he yeah. set up uh, good football and IQ as well. Yeah, yeah, he's a top top player. Top top. Player. I think I think it's a benefit of. Um, being like starting off as a right back, then a right mid, and then making the transition to striker because you you see the game from so many different mm. like points of view. That's why I always like I'm biased partly because I played the position growing up, but that's why I think centre midfielders are the most complete position because you got to think about everybody and you're in you're literally the engine. So you have to 
you know, if without you, the, the team don't win the game. So, mm. yeah, no, nah, it's a mad one still. Moyes came back to Juve as well. That's a bit odd. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe he wants to go back to Italy, be at home. Um, and going back to Juventus, he's probably at that level of just playing at Serie A. Um, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, Premier League weren't ready for him. Yeah, I think he was quite young when he made the move as well to Everton. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm the type of that like, he seems like a flashy lifestyle guy. So Liverpool, yeah. don't know if that's the city you really wanna wanna be in. Um, he loved his time in PSG. He scored like eighteen goals last year at PSG. Yeah. You know, he yeah, did he his had thing. A yeah, he had the decent season. Um, going back to Juve, being the main man, him the Bala, it'll, it'll be pretty cool. Still, is is this the greatest transfer window of all time? I think so. I don't think we've ever had a crazy no. transfer window like this. Every, everyone in the world is talking about all the types of moves that have happened with, with the case of um, Ronaldo, Messi. you got a man like Stephen A. Smith talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. That's fucking ridiculous. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you, don't, you don't expect these types of things. Oh, yeah, God. This has been crazy within, within sports in general. Like yeah. the trade as well in NBA. Uh, NFL, yeah, it's been a crazy one, crazy summer. And um, you sent me a link, not last week, the week before. Yeah. Harland to Chelsea, Raiola was asking for 900 bags per week. Like, what are we doing? Like, what what are we actually doing? I get it, but come on, mate. Like, let's, let's, let's be realistic. Do you think if it wasn't for that wage demand, you probably would have got him? Um, I, I, don't, I don't think we would have got him. I, I think he's... Eyes are set somewhere else. I think maybe Man City, yeah, or maybe Real Madrid or Barcelona, or even Bayern Munich. I don't think he comes to Chelsea, especially now that we bought Lukaku. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, not, yeah, Lukaku's yeah. that's it for you, don't now still. Uh, what do you want to talk next? NBA, NFL, Formula One. Um, let's talk about NFL, really. All right, cool. So, um. And did you see the prices for the London games? Yeah, they were they were extortionate. They were stupid. They were stupid prices. I, I went mm-hmm. on. I went on the time that it went up. I was like, "How much were they?" Because I never saw. I only saw it like a couple of days after. No, no, it's it's still like fairly priced. They were like one thirty, one forty. They, they were still expensive. I was like, "No, nah, I want to. I want to go to the Tottenham Stadium and experience all of that. The NFL game." But I was like, "I'm not." willing to pay that I'm not paying 130 mate sorry no. especially because last time when I went to the one in Wembley Rams versus the Bengals mm. I bought my ticket maybe like two weeks before the actual game it wasn't like mm. just like that and I only paid 40 pounds I paid 40 pounds for me 20 for my brother and it was Wembley and, it, and I, we had good seats as well so I don't see and then even for these tickets now it was uh, there was only wheelchair available, but it was like they were paying like one six. They're like, I'm fuck off, bro. I'm not paying that. I'm so sorry. I just watch it from the comfort of my yeah. room. I, th- I think the, the prices is down to maybe season ticket holders getting the priority at uh, Tottenham, and they probably get the best best like prices. Yeah, and then the neutrals have got the extortionate prices of what we're saying is one thirty, one forty. It's yeah, yeah. stupid. If if they come back onto the market for like even fifty pound, I'd pay it. Fifty, yeah, sixty, I'd, yeah. I'd pay that because because again, I, it's not it's not every day you can just watch a, a live NFL game. 
and, and to be fair, you do get your money's worth. Is that four hours worth of entertainment? They got the cheerleaders and stuff like that. But you do spend a lot of money on that day. I spent like a hundred pounds, bro, in terms of the tickets and the food in these football stadiums is pricey, bro. Mm. Fuck me, bro. Mm. It's, it's it's ridiculous. But um, so on on the Hard Pass Sports podcast with uh, Terry and Remy, we did a NFL breakdown of both conferences of the AFC and the NFC of who could potentially come out of them. And I think we all four of us agreed that the AFC North and the NFC West are the hardest um, divisions. First and foremost, by the way, I don't know why the divisions are like this. It's very weird. Mm. Like, because some of the, like, for example, in the NFC East, you've got the Dallas Cowboys and um, New York Giants. Uh, so you've got the Eagles, Giants, Washington, and then Cowboys. These are all East Coast teams. And then you've got Texas team. That, that, that doesn't make sense. But I'm pretty sure we said that one of the winners of this year's Super Bowl will come out of either the AFC North or the NFC West. So mm. who, who who do you have as realistic contenders for the Super Bowl? Like, just give like three or four teams if, if you want, or you could just do yeah. one. Yeah, so we had, I think we, we all mentioned Buccaneers. Yeah. Going. Uh, we mentioned Chiefs, yeah, and I think they're not a dark horse, but they're 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 lined up. Um, uh, the Browns, yeah, the Browns. Browns. Oh yeah, because the Browns are just just, and I'm pretty sure we said this as well. The time, like the end, like I think in all sports, assessing a quarterback for your franchise is probably the hardest thing to do in in every sport. Because this is the this is the one position which actually dictates the entire game because they touch the ball every time, mm. every time. And if you mess up on that, you've got to go again. You've got to go, again. and it's pricey because for the most part, you're, you're drafting these guys in the first round, and their rookie contract alone is between anywhere between thirty to forty million. You know what I mean? And sign-on bonuses and stuff like that. And then if you sign them to an extension, which most of the time you do, that goes into the hundreds of millions. Yeah. So if you get a good quarterback. The, the, the time to really try and build a team to contend is when they're on their rookie deal. Like by year four, probably when you get the fifth-year extension as well, but by year four, you want to be competing. So I think we mentioned the Bills as well as being also somewhat dark horses because Josh um, Josh Allen's up there. But Baker Mayfield, if 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 he don't do it now, he ain't going to do it. Yeah. In terms of taking that next step of being an elite quarterback, because I don't think he'll ever have this much talent around him again, because he's still on his rookie deal. What's it, fourth year, fifth year? Yeah, it's the fourth year now. Yeah, yeah. You've got Jarvis Landry, who's my favorite wide receiver in the league. Odell Beckham, who's a on, when he's fit, a top ten wide receiver. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield, running backs, ballers, Peoples Jones, Rashid Higgins. Uh, Indoku, I think that's his name. Sorry, I might have said it wrong. And then on the defensive side, you've got um, Clowney, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, a good coach, and Stefanski. Like, I just think this is, if, if they don't win it now, they ain't going to win it. That's just yeah. what I think. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, yeah. bro? Yeah, same, same with you. Um, yeah, they're, they're stacked up with... Uh, uh, all round good team. Um, whether they win it or not is a different question. Yeah, I think, yeah. Chiefs and Chiefs and Buccaneers. I think they're 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 gonna be ready yeah. to go. And Chiefs and Buccaneers. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna wanna replay it. 
the Buccaneers division is so easy. They've got the Saints, they've got the Falcons, and they've got the Panthers. Mm. Like, why even turn up? You know you're going to win it. Mm. <laughs> you know you're going to win it. Um, the NFC West. I like I like the 49ers. It's just that can Jimmy G stay fit? Mm. That's it. Um, the Rams. I want to see Stafford in the system. Like, like not fuck with his preseason. I want to see him in game. I know he's a good quarterback, but I want to see with the weapons and stuff like that. Their defense is phenomenal. Mm. Um, Seahawks. They, they, they're lacking a few pieces and the Cardinals I, I think I mentioned the Cardinals as being like a dark horse as, yeah 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 you you said you believe they might be the number one yeah division, yeah because Kyler Murray if he takes that next step um, I think he can do it because you've got to think he's got um, has Larry Fitz retired yet or is he still playing He's still playing. He's still playing. I think this guy I swear he's got an option each year he could just renew it, yeah. renew it, renew yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, crazy. Um. Yeah, so they've got DeAndre Hopkins, who's considered one, two, or three in terms of wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. They uh, picked up AJ Green um, on the defensive end. They they got uh, JJ Watt, Buda Baker. They they they've got a squad that's ready to go. And um, Cliff Kingsbury, good young coach, but like like Remy said on um, Hard Pass Sports, it's make or break season for him. If he don't do it, they're probably thinking he's out of there. I saw a video of. Aaron Rodgers saying that, that like American football is the most complete sport, team sport. Do, do you agree with this? I don't know because you still have like oh, the, the offensive team, the defensive team. Apparently these guys don't really... Yeah, they don't talk, up. you know. Yeah, this is it. So how, how can you say it's complete where when these guys don't really talk is, is a bit odd to me. I wouldn't say it's the complete. It, it, it isn't the most complete sport. Um, what I would say is, I don't think it's the most complete sport in terms of, like you said, because basically you're two different teams. Like, and some of you guys don't even speak. But from the offensive standpoint, I would I would somewhat agree, just because everyone needs to do their job and be in sync in order to get ten yards, isn't it? Mm. The O-line need to guard. The wide receivers need to run their routes. The running backs need to either block or run their route. Like, everyone has to be in sync, in tandem at the same time, opposed to, like, football. If the defenders are doing their job, the strikers are are, are chilling, essentially, because the ball's over there and stuff like that. So, um, I do get it in a sense, but I I also don't. Um, Cam Newton being released... Like when I when I said that to you, what was your initial uh, reactions? I was shocked. I yeah, was shocked. Um, but there was this type of build up that the American media have like played into. They said, um, "What's his name? Mac Jones being the the starter yeah. for week one." Um, Cam, uh, uh, what's his name? Cam Newton um, not turning up to training because of this whole COVID stuff. And yeah. So this narrative around him slightly being pushed away was mm. kind of there. So I was, I was kind of also not uh, kind of expecting mm. potentially him being pushed back, but never, never being released. Yeah. It, it, it didn't enter my mind, but yeah. I think... In, in terms of like Cam, because he, he played good in the preseason and last year he didn't have no weapons. So I would have loved for him to like had a full season, a full preseason 
training with offensive weapons that they brought in because they spent a lot of money in in, um, in free agency. Another year underneath the system, learning the playbook, understanding the language, just given a fair opportunity, given a you know a crack at the whip. But I'm pretty sure when, when you draft a guy first round, he's gonna play. You know what I mean? He's got he's going to play. And like we said, and like like Remy said, um, when we did their pod. Nowadays, the league is getting younger and younger. It's in, in all sports, it's getting younger and younger. We've seen it with Arsenal. Edu just came out and said, all the players we signed are 23 years old or under. You know what I mean? We see in the NBA, the teams are younger and younger, hence why everyone's making jokes about the Lakers. But 20 years ago, to have guys, your whole, to have your whole starting lineup essentially in their 30s would have been a common thing, you know? Um, yeah, Matt Jones, again, like we said, typical white patriot, quarterback um, and, and and I think Remy said it as well Mac Jones gives them the opportunity to just reuse the playbook they've been using for 20 years whereas Cam it's more he's going to use his athleticism more so because his arm strength is deterred a bit after the shoulder injury that he had um, yeah man it, it's, it's going to be a fun one to see talking about uh, American football fam, I watched a lot of uh, college football yesterday mm. There's some guys. Mm. There are some guys. There's this mm. guy, he plays for Alabama, Bryce Young, I think his name is. Bryce, yeah, I've, I've seen him. I, I've bro, seen he's a baller. He is a... Um, bro, this guy is a... Yeah. Pardon? No, go on, you, you speak. Yeah, yeah, he was on that Elite 11 show where, like, the elite, the elitest um, high school, like, quarterbacks. Oh, yeah? In, and then they're, they're, like, ranked as the best. So Trevor Lawrence was in it. Um, yeah. What's his name? Um, Fields? Chicago Fields was in it. Fields actually won it. Oh, okay. Ahead, ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a good show. It's actually on at the moment. What is it? Is it on Netflix? It's on uh, YouTube. It's oh, on yeah? YouTube, uh, on the NFL channel. Um, I'm, I'm going to check it out. But yeah, this yeah. Bryce Young guy, yo. So... um. First career starts from Alabama. Just let's, let's just list the, the quarterbacks they've had because the talent is ridiculous. If you go to Alabama and you're quarterback, you're making a league. Like, like you know what I mean? If you go, yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Matt Jones, and um, Bryce, uh, Bryce Young. So first career stats starts, last four Alabama QBs. Um, Jalen Hurts was 23 for 36 attempts, 287 yards, two TDs. Tua was 12 for, seven, 12 for 16, 227 yards, two TDs. Matt Jones was 18 for 22, 235 yards, three TDs. Bryce Young was 27 for 38, um, 334 yards, four TDs. Mm-hmm. And I think he's only in his second year because he's only 20. Because yeah. in, 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 in the NFL, do you have to be 21 to get drafted or is it 20 years old? I think it's because it's well. weird. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. weird, isn't it? Like, wh- why is that? Is it just because of the physical aspects of the game? Do you think? I don't know whether it's down to also the education side of things. I think they have to do at least the the two or three years within like education, get a certain grade, and then they can move on. Is it? Is it? Is it just? Is it just because it's, you think the turnover is ridiculous? So like yeah, you've got yeah, an, a, a degree to fall back on. Yeah, because of the. The NBA is like the people go in one, one and done. That you hear this, this yeah, you're sure fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think with the NFL, they're like get maybe a degree behind you and then then go yeah go on. 
Yeah, because the turnover is crazy. I think they said the average NFL career is like three years. Mm. That's crazy. Whereas, but to be fair, they've got what seven seven rounds in in the draft. Whereas the NBA there's only two. So you're you're gonna make a team, and if you don't make a team, you can either play the G League or you can play in overseas and still make good money. Formula One, because there's a race today in um, Holland. Um, Drive to Survive season four is confirmed. Very happy about that. Mm. Uh, I've been watching a bit of season three on my lunch breaks, like, yeah, 15 minute spurts here and there. I've been watching it. I, 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 again, part of the reason why I got into the sport, and I think it's the best thing to happen to the sport because more of my buddies who would have never watched it before um, have started to watch it and they'll talk to me about the race. Oh, did you see that Russell landed here and stuff like that? So um, it's cool. Sergio Perez is signing with Red Bull, a contract extension. So they're, now they're locked in for both. Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Do, do you think they're going to be the dominant force for like the next five years in Formula One? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think Perez, Perez is happy to be the second driver to Verstappen. Yeah. Um, and Max, even, although I don't really like him, um, he's a hell of a driver. He, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think they could dominate for the next five years. Max drives like if I die, I die. Yeah, like he he doesn't give a fuck, man. The, the moves I've seen this guy doing is like, yeah, like uh, the, the idea of like let's say you had a son or a daughter, the idea of them being a race car driver is pretty cool until you see these crashes and stuff, and it's like actually let's 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 work with a football with you, mate. All right, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it, it's crazy. Um, last week was Spa, Belgium, but the the down the downpour of rain was crazy. So I think. Lando Norris crashed his car on Saturday. He had like a little cast, but he said he was going to race on the Sunday. They do practice laps before they, they start just to warm up the tyres and right. Mm. Sergio Perez crashed. Um, I think they did two laps, but the rain was so pouring down so much that they had to stop the race. For, they stopped it for like a good hour and a half. Mm. And um, they tried to come back to the race, but then they couldn't. So... I think it was based off lap times or stuff. So I think Max got P1 because of the lap time. Mm. George Russell got P2 and Lewis got P3. Now, you know more about George Russell than me, and I think you'll more take a liking to him towards me. So like, do you think this is going to give him the confidence to push on for like this, the rest of this season and next year if he does potentially go to Mercedes, which everyone is rumoring that he will be the yeah. Mercedes 2 driver? Yeah, I think if if he changes uh, to go to Mercedes, I think there there there's potential of him surpassing um, Lewis Hamilton as yeah that, uh, yeah as that guy. Um, yeah, I do I do rate the guy very much. I just think Williams is a they're they're not a contender. They're 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 falling behind. They were they were a team back in the day. Back but, in the day. Yeah, but now now they're they're falling behind, and I don't think they have that real investment there. Yeah, like they used to. But yeah, yeah, I do rate Russell a lot. His race style has changed since he got P nine because I think that was his first pole, like not pole, but first like top ten finish of the year, and he's been doing better ever since. Sometimes you need to see that I can actually do it in order to bring out the best in you. Yeah, man, and my brother's big on him as well. My brother loves George Russell. Everyone knows I'm a Lando Norris guy. Yeah, man, and then they're going to be racing later on today. Maybe I'll get my brother to talk about it after we finish recording by himself. But yeah, man, that's um, yeah, that's Formula One. Anything else you want to talk about, bro? 
No, I just, I just think a segment with your bro- brother talking about it would be would be brilliant. Cause yeah, because he... Seems like he knows his stuff about. Bro, he loves it. He loves it. Like he'll watch. He'll watch Friday practice. He'll watch Saturday qualifying. He'll watch um, the race. Me and him both watch the race. That's our thing, isn't it? Um, and he watches MotoGP. He watches Formula E. He watches. Um, I think it's DTM. Because you know Alex Albon, he drives. I think he was driving a like DTM the other day or something yeah. like that. I, I thought yeah. it was called some next cars, mm-hmm. but yeah, he he's massive race uh, racing uh, fan. So yeah, we might do that. We might even make that our own little segment. Not put it on like the the pod, but possibly on like a YouTube clip or something like that. Because he's off to uni soon anyway, so that could be a little cool thing for him to do. But yeah, man, I think that's been it. If unless there's anything else we want to talk about, my guy. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, man, that's been episode 12, Ali Podcast, Ed, Ethan. Give us a follow, man. Show us some love. The Twitter's Ali Pod, Instagram's Ali Podcast. In the description, there's my IG, there's Ethan's IG. we got a playlist, Ali Podcast playlist. I'm going to ask Ethan for the songs that he wants to add on. I've got songs that I want to add on. It's probably going to be Drake. I'm going to try and listen to this Donda thing. I will try and yeah, listen to it. Same. But, um... Yeah, that's it. That's been us, man. Done now. Peace, everyone. Love.